When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apuss Bank of America and a member FDIC. reporting for duty. Good afternoon and welcome back to the third hour of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I am uh, co-captain of Team Picklepuss. Bradley Trainer uh, here for the other co-captain Don McLean is our own Paul McGuire Grimes filling in today. Thank you. Now, Paul, you know that Project Down and Dirty pick up all. It's coming. Is coming. It's just around the corner. Mike is going to be our very own. Uh, what's your official title, Mike? Play by play. Play by play announcer. Mm-hmm. What was that look, Paul? Nothing. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I heard noises and I was like, what am I hearing? But it was the music. Oh, it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Pickleball, Project Down and Dirty Pickleball, just around the corner, happening next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all for four great charities, chief among them, Brave Like Gabe. Can you donate online yet? I don't know, but it'll be soon. Anyway, you're going to hear more about that amazing Twin Cities-based organization. And you're also going to hear about our journey Toward the pickleball court. Now, Paul. Bradley. I have never played pickleball in my life. So how are you feeling about it? Well, I got on the court last night for the very first time. Okay. My friend, too, who was going to join us, but he got called to an actual rat him out. I know. (laughs) Well, no, he's, you know, he's a, he's a. Where's that bus, Bradley? (laughs) He just started a new, he just started a new job. So I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, too. Um. He met me out on the court last night in Crystal. I had to drive out to a place called Crystal. Please. That is my neck of the woods. Girl, that's far. Oh, you live in South South Minneapolis. You are not coming from like Rochester. Rosedale is closer to my house than Crystal. Anyway, so I I slept all the way to Crystal. (laughs) The better part of town. (laughs) Becker Becker Park. Uh, Do you know where that is? No. Okay, fine. Anyway, they have pickleball courts there. And he is the... My friend, too, was on the show a couple weeks back because I think last week because he is the commissioner for Stonewall Pickleball League, which, by the way, is a wonderful organization. And um, it allows there are so many different sports that they do that Stonewall does. It's just a great social opportunity um, and sports organization for the LGBTQ community. Anyway, he was like, I want to show you how to play pickleball. So come out to the court. We'll play. I got to do it last night. The first time. On the pickleball court, holding the paddle, hitting the ball. What were your initial reactions? My, keep, yep. my initial reaction was, oh, this is fun. Right. Like, I actually was surprised. I, mean, I don't know why I was surprised. But I, and I, I, I'm not really a huge sports fan, but I have done team sports before. I've done some dodgeball. Because you do dodgeball, kickball. you do volleyball. Not volleyball, girl. Kickball. 
Kickball. Kickball, kickball. dodgeball. And I'm uh, mediocre at best. But pickleball, it, he taught me how to serve. I got to um, hit the ball back and forth quite a bit. He told me some of the, I will say the scoring and the rules are kind of, there's a, a lot. lot. There's a lot to pay attention I, to. Um, I've never played pickleball, but I used to um, lead Weight Watchers meetings and yeah. a lot of my members loved pickleball. Really? And still, pickleball I mean, is... I haven't led them since 2020. So we're talking pre-2020. Okay. Uh, Pre-pandemic, basically. Yeah. Um, and well, they were obsessed. Of course, has been around. It's for been around decades, for a while, but it continues is, to get more popular. It is having a moment, right. if you will, right now. Is it a high contact? And by that, I mean, do you feel like your joints are sore? You feel yes, like you're moving I will and say shaking like, in ways you've never done before. I will say, we were playing last night. And I was like, I bet I'm going to wake up sore because even though I work out on a regular basis, and people have been saying like, "Oh, you're active. You do things." I'm like, "Yeah, but my body is not moving in the same way that you right. move with pickleball." And to yeah. your point, you do use joints in a way that you're not typically using them. Ankles, knees, uh, elbows, shoulders, wrists. And you play with a partner. You play. Yep. So it's, I'm assuming you can play. Like, is it doubles or your singles? We're going to be playing doubles, of course, because we mm-hmm. have, you know, the teams of two. Yep. And so he was trying to explain to me how that works last night. But it was just the two of us, which I think you can play person on person. You're like volleying the ball back and forth. Yeah. Describe the ball. The ball. It's like a wiffle ball. Oh, okay. It really is. And it was hard. So, like, the interesting thing last night is we were outside. Mm -hmm. Pickleball, a lot of times, is indoors. And last night, I don't know if you remember the weather. It was really windy. Windy. And so that had an effect on the ball, so you kind of had to overcompensate for that. So I feel like, if anything, I got... Uh, you know, will Project on Dirty be inside? Is that what this place is? is yeah, inside Lucky court? Shots in uh, North Minneapolis. Okay, yeah, and it's indoors. It's okay. indoor courts, so it'll be I I think easier. Now, look, I I played once, and if my friend two were here, I was looking forward to having him on. Yeah, thanks to anyway, <laughs> um, because I wanted him. He's very honest. And I wanted him to give an honest appraisal of my ability or lack thereof. I wish he would be here so I could I hear this honesty. Because too. I feel like he would say, you know, because basically what he said last night is he's like, you're going to be fine. But practice would not hurt. <laughs> because, because I will tell you, like, the skill is straightforward, right? right. You're hitting a ball back and yeah. forth. But it's a game. There's like actual strategy. Oh, of course there is. In terms of getting... Like, like, where do you want to hit the ball in the kitchen? Well, where does or your partner want to be? Right. Oh, see, so you know the terminology. I in heard the one of the other shows say it the other day. Yeah. There's a line, and they call that in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful when you're going toward or hitting yeah. a ball in and out. Or um, So that's like something you have to be aware of. But you also, which this is what I think is going to be so interesting for Project Down and Dirty, is it's, it's the dynamics on the teams mm-hmm. to see how they play with each other. Right. Meaning, like, it's a game of partnership. Yeah. So you really have to communicate well with your partner. Do you, who do you think will be your biggest competition, Julia? Well, I think Julia will be the biggest competition individually because mm-hmm. I think she has the most skill yeah. previously. Um, Donna and Steve will be great. I think. I don't think actually there's going to be a huge gap in mm. our abilities. Okay. Well, Famous that's good. last words, Mike. <laughs> as a as a disinterested third party, yeah. Mike. Well, I'm a very interested third party. No, I mean, I know you are, but I'm saying like you don't take notes on everything. You <laughs> Mike's not going to care one lick about this. I've got to fill two hours there. of content. I am. I've got a notebook. But you don't have a you don't opinions. have a horse in the race in of the course, sense that no. you um, are trying to like. You well, know. he should be rooting, rooting for Team BDE. Well, he should, and he better because yeah. he knows what's good for him. But my point is, mm-hmm. as a as a sort of uh, 
you know, from Unbiased a distance. commentator. Yeah, oh. that's what I'm doing. How are you feeling about the matchup? I'm fascinated. I'm really fascinated about how this is all going to play <laughs> so out. So diplomatic. It, well, it, so t- a couple of the, the teams didn't actually pick up their paddles until like this week for the first Don time. You Steve, were kind of, right? yeah, Don and Steve, you were kind of just yep. took it, took it for yeah. the first time. Don totally. is all over the place. Okay, Don, of by the way, is. this is what I love about I love Don. Don. She has been practicing yeah. for weeks. Yes. And every time she, like I go, Don, you've been practicing for weeks. You're going to be fine. And she's like, no, no, no. I just want to make sure that I'm up to where everyone else is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Don, everyone nobody else, save <laughs> yeah. Julia, yeah. knows what the heck they're doing. Right. Every, I think pretty much every show either started practicing like a week ago mm-hmm. or this week. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. And I think the big, obviously the big advantage Julia has is that she has, when you're in the heat of competition and you put a crowd in front of everybody and you're competing, you're eventually going to fall back on either you're going to get your body, whether you're knowing it or not, you're going to kind of get like defensive and you're going to do You're going to go inside internally and have to go back to what you know at your root of the game. And most of you don't have that. Well, I was going to say, and which for me, you you say a you every one of us right is nothing and <laughs> yeah. just pure rage and, and or fear. Right. And right. That's the only reason why Don and Steve, a lot of people are talking about, you know, them having what. Donna can the the staying uh, confident and having the um, I don't know that that is one thing. What are you saying? When we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, she'll get down on missing a question and then she's out of it. Oh, and she'll kind of. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying you got to. I've been rooting on. I've been rooting her on, saying, "Oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. Got to stay confident. Yeah. You got to stay in it." And that's the only part where, like, that I don't know about that. I don't know how handling adversity for every one of the teams yeah, is going to be different. That's a very good point. And I think Dawn is doing herself a very good service because in getting she's getting that, getting muscle that memory. practice and yes. muscle memory. Because again, that's what I will say is like I know that I will be okay in terms of like I'm not going to make a fool of myself. Mm-hmm put a pin in that because who knows (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised but i don't have the muscle memory Mm -hmm. and so that's the thing that'll be interesting to see like i might be able to grasp this game but i haven't been playing for weeks for my body to just know instinctively where to go on the field um i've been to two of your project on dirties over the years music theater oh you did go to music theater did i know that Uh, i don't know i'm sure i did maybe and then so long ago, so long ago, and then Film Fest. I went last year. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and enjoy those. So, if you think back on music, Project Down and Dirty History, do you have some favorites or ones that you're like, I never want to do that ever again? Well, you know what? Let's uh, talk about it when we come back. Okay, great. So we'll put a pin in that, and uh, we'll talk about Project Down and Dirty's past and uh, what pickleball looks like as we approach Project Down and Dirty 13 right here on my. My talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. DakotaDental.com. That's where I want you to head. Here's the thing. Right now, if you call a lot of other dental practices, you're probably going to be booking appointments out weeks and months in advance. Why? Because there's a shortage of dentists and hygienists. Not the case at Dakota Dental, which means call them today. I guarantee they'll have appointments for next week. So give them a jingle because they have... Here's the thing. So not only do they not are they not dealing with a shortage, but they also have some of the best in the business. I know this because I've been getting care at Dakota Dental for the last few years, actually since the pandemic. They helped with a dental emergency when I needed them most. And ever since I've been going back for my regular checkups, routine exams, and most recently I got a dental implant. If you've got questions, by the way, about implants, call them. They are the premier dental implant specialist in Minnesota for a reason. They do a great job. You'll have a wonderful experience and they've got appointments available now. Call dakotadental.com today.
J-O-Y. We hope you come watch the Vikings beat down. The guy that you're liking want you, Tay-Tay, to have a cruel Sunday. It's cool. Come spend the weekend, it's true. Our fans will be freaking for you, Tay-Tay, to have a cruel Sunday with you. Hey, Taylor, or, you know, can I call you T? Hi, T. I know you're in the Twin Cities for your boyfriend's big game, or should I say, allegedly your boyfriend. But if you're here, I wanted to give you some suggestions. For instance, looking for a good happy hour? Run to Red Girl. Mm-hmm, not your album, but Red Cow. Um, if you need a little Botox while you're here, I know you don't, but just in case, maybe your tour manager does. Skid Rejuvenation Clinic's great in Edina. And um, if you're looking for something to do, I mean, I know of a really great TV show I can get you tickets for at 10 a.m. Central Time. Have a great time, Taylor. I'll see you at the game. I think they call it football. If she decides to show up this weekend, we'll have the full story. Do we have Monday. any updates, Mike? Are we on the radar? I haven't seen anything. Okay. I, I, I feel like if she does fly in, it's going to be... I did try, by the way, to um, find yeah. out where her private jet was, but it's not listed. And uh, I feel like if she does fly into town, it'll be on Saturday, so it'll be like a last-minute thing. Right, of course. But... Anyway, good afternoon. Welcome back to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That is Paul McGuire Grimes, who has been hanging out with us the last couple days. Dawn will be back on Monday. We were talking in the last segment about pickleball, Project N and Dirty Pickleball. Got my first chance out on the court. Pew, pew. It (laughs) it was one of those things where after he just had me practice serving like over and over and over. And I was like, okay. And then finally he started serving to me. And after about five minutes, I just like, he's like, you know, you have to run for the ball. And I was like, calm <laughs> down. Flailing your arms around with your No, pal. I just sat there. He's like, you actually have to move. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Because <laughs> I just want to sit there and like, let's just play. Anyway, you do have to run around. And, and it is truly a game of. Partners. partners so you have to communicate so i i think this is where i'm grateful that dawn has been practicing for so long are you both going to come up with like code words or code names or girl i, I do not have the presence <laughs> of mind to memorize that stuff she's just gonna have to yell it i'm gonna right. say you just tell me where to go right just top left yeah back center exactly hit the ball not that that will mean anything to me at all well, i'm just you're gonna going behind it. you for back and yeah. you're going I understand. Okay. I I got backwards and forwards down. <laughs> Paul, anyway. you asked in the last yeah. uh in the last All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
segment. You know, thinking about, about Project the, Down and Dirty's past. Yeah, do I so I went to music theater at the Pantages Theater. Oh, that was literally the best so good and then i went last year to uh film fest at the showplace icon yeah so i'm curious as someone that participated in those what have been your favorites maybe what surprised you and are there ones where you're like i never want to do that ever again well the mall is truly the one i would never do again you and ed hardy spicing it up yeah we were literally in an ed hardy store now i will say that's not to say that i would never do one like it again Mm -hmm. but the one that we did uh where we lived in the mall we had no shower. We had one toilet for all of us. Oof. Our beds were all in one, like in the back of a storefront, which, by the way, only separated us from the general public by virtue of a curtain that was a bed sheet. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe newer My Talk fans may not realize that the beginning of this was the dirty part of it, where yeah. it was you all living together, we had doing to do chores. Co- so called dirty jobs. Yeah. Where we had to, like, when we were at the mall, empty the, you know, trash. When you were doing the zoo, you were getting in the... Picking up animal poop. I had to cut up... Well, I don't want to say that because it'll make people unhappy, but oh, yeah. I had to create food opportunities okay. for certain animals yep. that liked to eat other animals. Yep. <laughs> you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, little... So, we've kind of gone away shit. from... And are you guys living with each other this year? Well, we are talking about that, right, Mike? They've talked about this, that um, we're going to be... Because you used to spend like four days yes, in a hotel together. Yes. yes. We are going to be spending one night together. It's been talked about. Yes. One yeah. night only. One night only. Are you Dina or Effie? That's a Dream Girls reference, by the way. Oh, I've never seen Dream Girls. <gasps> I know. Take my gay card away. But We're I talking it, about it. You can't media. take it away from me. Nope. Um, yeah. So my favorite, the, the least favorite, Project Down and Dirty, Mall of America. Mm-hmm. I love the Mall of America, it's but not that the Project Down and Dirty sucked. Um Favorite musical theater, yeah. Because of course, you got your Tessitura on. Oh. My good friend and former co-host Colleen Lindstrom sent me a mm-hmm. photo of the two of us from oh. nine years ago. Just this this week, that nine was years ago. nine years ago. We're older. Yeah. Oh my god. We were just babies. I literally texted her. We were babies. <laughs> yes. She's like, yeah. We looked very youthful. <laughs> she still does. Me, not so much. Anyway, oh, yes, you do. That was my favorite. Second favorite, maybe uh, rock band. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I like the creative ones. I really right. wish I, I heard Lori and Julia talk about this, or I talked with them about this in passing the other day. I wish we had a create another creative one. Not that pickleball is not going to be fun and great and we're going to have a blast and we're going to raise a lot of money for charity. And this is, you know, sort of outside of my somewhat outside of my comfort zone. But uh, I do love the ones where we get to put on a show. Right. I mean, you did stand up comedy mm-hmm. where you put on a show. Yeah. You did art. I mean, that's creative, but it, yeah, you weren't performing yeah a little more low-key yep and then during the pandemic you did radio show or Mm -hmm. radio hour that was a lot of fun yep old-timey radio yeah i feel like drag i know you've done it before but like that's got to be right around the corner and taps into all of like like going outside your comfort zone trying something new dancing lip syncing yeah for me it would just be a joy do you notice the lights went out they did just go out there oh okay okay uh, Places everybody's down. okay. Yeah. Hey now, so, uh, but yeah, drag. I've always thought that would be a fun one, but I I will say that'll take people on a journey. Well, that's so, why I think they need to do. I mean, bring back the project down and dirty. Yeah, I do also think we could do like a Great British Bake Off one. I oh yeah, that, that would be, be fun. Do you have an idea that you've always thought we should do for well, Project Down and Dirty? Drag, drag. I mean, yeah. it's or yeah, that's the, I would say the easiest. Yeah. 
Because and then there's competition. It's a show that people because you you still want it to be a ticketed event. Because I know people thought oh, about, I would like, find that incredibly hard. I am and, not. You know, I have had an. You know, we got to go. Oh. We'll save that conversation yeah. for another day. <laughs> Paul, thank you for uh, indulging our project down and dirty's past and getting us ready for project down and dirty pickleball, which is just around the corner. When we come back, though, we're going to do what you normally do when you show up on our show on a Friday, and that's talk. TV and movies. And you're also going to tell us about something fun, a movie series you've got going on. Yes. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here and uh, here for my friend Don as well to tell you about a special deal just for you from our friends at Timu. Timu, you know, is the super cost effective shopping website that's currently the number one downloaded shopping app on the Apple Store for good reason, because it's so much fun. My cart is always full. The deals are amazing, and we have a special deal just for you. Download the Timu app. Enter code TIMU2023 in the search bar. Forget this. Not one, but a $200 coupon bundle and free shipping. Yes, I just said $200 coupon bundle. That means you can save up to $200 just by downloading the app, Entering Timu 2023 and uh, into the search bar and then go shopping to your heart's content. You can pick whichever coupon from that bundle you want to use, depending on how much you spend. Download the Timu app today and get shopping. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn here on My Talk 107.1. Paul McGuire Grimes is with us today, not just for his usual segment of TV and movies, but the whole very day. It's been an absolute blast these last two days. Well, thank you. Uh, listeners seem to enjoy it. I've gotten a number of compliments oh of people who have enjoyed your turn. Well, thank you. Here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Dawn will be back on Monday, but I'm sure Paul will be back again, not only to do his segment, but... Of course, to fill in, etc. Yes. And Paul, you're always doing things. You've got so much going on. Oh and I God. want you to tell us about your Imagine series. Yes. Okay. So I partnered with Imagine Theaters at their Egan location to do a monthly movie series. It's the fourth Sunday of every month at three o'clock. We've had a lot of great my talkers come to it in the past. And it's it's been such a joy to show movies that I love on the big screen. And then do a discussion afterwards. Talk about little behind-the-scenes features, uh, what people think about them now. Does it still play well? Does it still feel relevant? It's been a lot of fun. And then coming up, uh, tickets are on sale through March. I have movies picked out through March. Coming up October 22nd is Zodiac from director David Fincher. Stars my boo, Jake Joan Hall, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and John Carroll Lynch. Jake is based on the true story of the Zodiac Killer and when he was e- mailing the San Francisco Chronicle ciphers about his identity. Oh. It's a, f- it's a phenomenal movie. I'm so excited to share, share it. If you like true crime, if you like oh, that God, area, yeah. come doesn't. see it. So October 22nd, Imagine Theaters Egan, 3 o'clock. Ticket, you can find information on my website, polstriptomovies.com. And here's a preview coming up. November's the big chill. Oh, fun. Yeah. December, we're going to watch the Judy Garland classic, Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, God. January is All the President's Men. February is Dr. Strangelove. And then March is Goodwill Hunting. So I try to do a classic, something newer, discussions afterwards. It's been a lot of fun. People seem to enjoy um, what's been happening, and it's great to see people out and about. Well, good, and they can find all the details on your website. PaulShipTheMovies.com. Get tickets now through their app, through their website. I want them sold out, because it's always fun when you have a sold-out crowd. Oh, for sure. It just lends to the uh, just the atmosphere and the uh, 
the environment. Hey, are we going to do a movie series again? Uh, we can try. Yeah. Should we try? You know, we should bring back a little. Um, do you want to tell listeners what we've done in the past? Yeah. So I was it, just thinking, as you said, I was like, whatever happened to. I kind of dropped the ball on that, if I'm going to be real honest. Oh, you didn't drop but, the ball. Um, I mean, I clearly forgot to talk about we, it. So Bradley and I used to do a movie series at the Trilon Cinema uh, where we would show queer themed films. Yeah. Um, so a couple years ago, we did uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Uh, we've shown uh, Boys, the in the band. Boys in the Band, um, the Celluloid Closet, and then The Queen, which was a oh, drag movie. That from was the, so drag much fun. We need to do that again. We need yeah. to bring that back from the dead. But the tri- because a the Trilon is a great space, mm-hmm. and there are so many other films that we can um, tap into, and people just don't realize just the amazing like trove of LGBTQ cinema that's sitting out there that they don't even real. Yeah. Because I had that experience and I know you did too. You Mm -hmm. find these movies as an adult and you're like, where were these films when I needed them? Right. And why did we maybe not think of it in that light originally? Oh, sure. And you, you see how LGBTQ and queer representation has changed over the years. And a movie like boys in the band that came out in 1970 post Stonewall and the conversation that those characters were having, it's based on a play by Mark Crawley. Um, are conversations that maybe we're not having right now, or they're conversations about being very repressed, being a gay man, or being married to a woman because we can't be out. So how does that? Well, and some story... of those conversations aren't as politically correct now, or at least people correct. don't want to have conversations correct. like that. But that was kind of the only place that we. Those were the only conversations that were out there. So it's kind of like, which is just interesting in and of itself. Meaning the stories that were allowed to be told then, yeah, might and seem problematic about, today. Yep. But. And you think, okay, well, let me put on my 1970s hat. What was going on? Let's learn that history. So it's very much a, a history lesson in our culture, which people don't know about. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I sidetracked you. But oh, what else please. do you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> the big movie in theaters this weekend that will be the number one at the box office is The Exorcist Believer, which is um, bringing Alan Burstyn back to the Exorcist franchise. This is from writer-director David Gordon Green. Now, he most recently did the Halloween Actually, reboot. speaking of William Friedkin, who did Boys in the Band, who yes. just, may he rest in peace, yes. passed away. Sorry. Yeah. It's a great tangent. It yeah. all It's how things all come coming together. Mm-hmm. William Friedkin directed the original, recently passed away. So this new one is picking up 50 years later. It stars Leslie Odom Jr., who we know from Hamilton. He starts as a single dad whose daughter and her friend go missing in the woods. Three days later, they are found and seem to be possessed by some spirit. And he is at his end rope. Like, I don't know what to do. And then this other girl is, and her parents are played by Jennifer Nettles, who we know from Sugarland, oh, the band. I love Jennifer Nettles yeah. and uh, Righteous Gemstones. She's in that? Yeah. She plays the mom. Oh. Right? Uh, yeah. We, Mike, can you do a little? I don't want to not. Dive in? No. Yeah. Okay. Jennifer Nettles, Great. Righteous Gemstones. Great. I didn't know that. Um, and then Norbert Leo Batz, who's a big Broadway actor, plays the other parents' dad. And they're very like Christian conservative. Leslie Odom Jr.'s character is a man that has lost faith. And then Ann Dowd plays the neighbor, and she's at a very interesting pl- place in her faith. So we have this movie about possession and what it means in a community when people of different faiths have to come together in crisis when they don't know what's going on. And you liked this film. I really did. Now, yes, here's the thing. It cannot be the original movie. 50 years have passed. Horror movies have changed. Audiences have changed. We can't sit for a two and a half hour movie of all this backstory to then get to possession scenes. So this movie is lean. It gets to the point. It is There's jump scares. But I like the conversations that it was having about 
different religions and different spiritual beliefs and how we all need to come together in crisis. And then there's themes of forgiveness, understanding. We do find out what's been happening with Ellen Burstyn's character, Chris McNeil, all these years later and what happened to her daughter, Reagan. So I, I really enjoyed it. I got to interview David Gordon Green. So you can go to my YouTube channel, Polls, Trip the Movies on YouTube, see that interview. He comment he comments on my movie wall. I have a lot of movies at home, if you didn't know. Yeah, and you've got a few. <laughs> so it's fun whenever directors or actors comment on the movie wall. So we we talk a little bit about that, but just how he came to making this movie, why he wanted to do it, collaborating with Ellen Bernstein uh, was great. So I really enjoyed it. I found it very emotional. It it hit me maybe now as a dad in an emotional way that I didn't think. Ah, it would ha- hit me coming in, okay. and I really enjoyed the ending. So I'm giving it four out of five ticket stubs. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it. All right, Mike. It checks out. Research. You're right. My God. Yeah. So she no played, have you watched the... No, so but... She plays the dear departed mother. Yes. Oh, wow. Character. Okay. I, I didn't realize that at first because she is wearing a lot of like hair and makeup. And when I realized it was Jennifer Nettles, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Jennifer Nettles!" Yeah, I mean, I know she's been getting it back and getting she's into great, acting, by the but... way, singing and acting. All right, yeah. so from another Exorcist movie, where do we go next? So let's actually stay home. So if you're like, "That is way too scary," I can't handle the original. I don't want to do the new. By one. the way, I can't watch the original anymore. It ruined me. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, in filmmaking and storytelling, yeah. terrifying terrifying um as a really fun slasher flick on prime video called totally killer it stars sheernan kipka i'm kiernan shipka apparently i'm saying her name wrong lately kiernan (laughs) shipka who is in this town a very suburban town and years prior in the 80s 1987 uh a serial killer known as a sweet 16 killer killed three teen girls and all of a sudden on Halloween he returns kind of Uh uprooting her character's life and her her friend has been making a time machine so she finds herself transported back to 1987 to stop the serial killer oh my god so so we've got sci-fi and horror so we have sci-fi and horror but this is really like a horror comedy because it totally leans in to back to the future scream Halloween and it references all those two so it leaves within this very self-referential place and the mom in it is played by Julie Bowen from Modern Family and it was her friend friends that were killed when they were teens and when they're in the the teen era they're all called the Mollies because they all dress like a Molly Ringwald character Got it. so there's references to Breakfast Club and 16 Candles. This sounds delightful so delightful you have to kind of know that era to get the references but it's fun it leans into the camp it leans into the fun it's uh, the director her name is Nanachka Khan and she has a sitcom background so they very much lean into the goofiness of these characters that world fun soundtrack of course because it's 80s music fun fashion sounds like a light-hearted like let's have fun scare ourselves we can pop some popcorn yes make absolutely some pumpkin spice something or other oh my gosh where am i watching this This is on prime video okay so there's a there's been a uh a, a thing of movies lately like freaky happy death day that lean into this horror comedy area all are a lot of fun perfect so three and a half out of five for totally killer totally on killer prime video. Name is on prime they're yeah. giving us more and more things to watch over on prime which i'm yes. very grateful for because yes. i feel like i'm paying for nothing at this point other than getting stuff shipped to me super fast right you just need to know where to look I, which their interface is not super friendly not great yeah I yes agree. we have to run paul but okay. um 
anything else? Are you going to be on Twin Cities Live today? Yes. Yeah, so you can see a clip of that interview with David Gordon Green. We'll talk about The Exorcist. We'll talk about Totally Killer. Uh, if you missed the segment, just coming in fresh right now. So yeah, check out Twin Cities Live today, 415. All right. Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies.com. When we come back, we're going to round out the show with a little game show roulette. We're playing games right here on. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Head to wearealight.org today. There you're going to learn about this amazing Twin Cities-based organization spread out across the globe. In fact, over 20 countries around the world, Alight is on the ground helping folks who are displaced. That's people just like you and me who've had to leave everything they have behind at a moment's notice. Increasingly, the world is a conflicted place thanks to war, conflict, famine, increasingly climate change. And luckily, the team at Alight are there. Now, they are based right here in the Twin Cities, but they have spread out across the globe to help those folks. And that work is only possible. They're only able to do that because of your support. So right here in the Twin Cities, my talkers in particular have stepped up to help the work that Alight is doing. And they are so grateful. I've seen firsthand the results of your support. Continue that support today and learn more about how you can be involved in their work by heading to wearealight.org. Well, we've arrived at another game. I was going to say another end, but we're not quite over with the show yet. Um, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We've still got one more segment for you before Lori and Julie take over. And of course, that means it's time to spin that game show roulette wheel, Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. We'll spin the wheel, and of course, on Fridays, we don't play against each other. We play as a team. We cooperatively try to accomplish something that individually we could not accomplish. That's what it's all about. Teamwork makes the dream work. It certainly does, and let's see how it works for this game. Millionaire? You guys are going to play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I don't think we've... As a team... Have we ever done this? uh, One step further, though. It's not just Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It's... No! Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> we are playing Golden Girls Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh god. This is terrifying. Okay, but how is we it? do this? You might just completely run through it. Uh, it's not yeah, competing. You guys are know. just going to work together. Great. Recall is. Okay, I'm going to okay. put my. my uh, I will just say, right I don't know anything about the show. This is all just based on some some clues. Maybe this is super easy. I don't know. We'll find I out. I hope he got one of those, like, you know, when they're like, this is the hardest Golden Girls right. quiz. And we're like, girl, that ain't hard. That's what I'm hoping so, too. Okay, so we get right. through all these very quickly because I've got a lot of questions here. Uh, we're going to start things off as we are going for the $5,000 question. Now, I'm going to read it. And if you know the answer, don't even make me read through the other answers. Let's just move forward on to okay. the next one. So let's get it started. Are, who's going first? First, qu- well, you guys are doing it together. Your oh, team. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Friday. This will be Sophia. Girl, please. <laughs> Sophia has a special nickname for Dorothy. What is it? Pussycat. Pussycat. 
You got that one right. Nicely done. Very this is a, quick. Very easy. That was for five thousand dollars. So perfect, it's supposed to be yeah. easy. Perfect example of like how you I want pussy cat over. I'm pussy cat one. Pussy You're cat one pussy cat two. With Nurse Defarge. <laughs> yes, by Edie McClurg. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. You don't I'm know what you never started. Getting through this. Let's advance on to the next one. Uh, what did Rose do after winning a free honeymoon to Paris? Oh, did Rose? Do you need the answers? Uh, yes. Did Rose sell it? Give them to Dorothy. She proposes to Miles, or she stayed home. Well, I know this is the one where she wins it, and they're like, "Well, girl, you're not married," and she's like, "Oh," but I don't know what she actually did. She either gave them to Dorothy, stayed home, sold it, or proposed to Miles. I don't think she proposed to Miles, right? I don't remember. Remember, you do have your two, your three lifelines. Okay, can we use a well fifty-fifty? Uh, 50-50, or you can also ask the audience. It's up to you. Which one would you like to use? Uh, 50-50. All right, 50-50. You have got uh, it whittled down to gave them to Dorothy or she proposes to Miles. I feel like... Shoot, those were the two I was leaning on. Oh, what do you think? Gave them to Dorothy or propose? Did she, she propose have... and then they didn't get married? Could be. That sounds about right. That's what we think. You're going to go with that Miles. Yeah. You've got to say your final answer. Yeah. Final answer proposes to Miles. That is correct. Ah! Nicely ah! done. Ah! Yeah. Woo-hoo. We've already exhausted a lifeline, but that's all right. We uh... Well, because I know, remember when Miles gave her a friendship ring and she's like, what? Right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Speaking of uh, marriage, uh, let's. Uh, there we go. Who does Dorothy marry in the final episode? Oh, oh I just watched this. Yeah. It's. It's. Blanche's cousin. Yeah, what was Is it oh. Miles Weber? No. Nope. Stanley? No. Nope. Ed Collins? No. Nope. Or Lucas Hollingsworth? Lucas Hollingsworth. Lucas Hollingsworth. Yeah. Blanche's cousin. Played by Leslie Nielsen. Or Blanche's uncle? Cousin. Final answer? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yes. Leslie Nielsen's character. Nicely done. You got that one right. You're moving on to the $1,200 or $12,500 question. You still have, uh, I'll give you still two, because usually there's three lifelines. You can't phone anybody. So yeah. we'll give we you two. We my husband, Ryan. <laughs> That's true. We'll give you two more lifelines, though. Just uh, another 50 50 and another ask the audience. Here we go for the next one. We're not what, gonna need it. what does Sophia <laughs> always carry around? Her purse. Her purse, yeah. Her wicker purse. Don't even need it. Multiple choices there. We're moving easy. on. Nicely done. All right. This one might be just as easy again. I don't know anything about the yeah, show. I'm just going off of the survey. This is the girl's obsession when it comes to dessert. Oh, come on. Cheesecake. What are you doing, Mike? Again. This is like, are you are you dumber than a fifth grader? Fifth grade Golden Girls fan? I wasn't fan? the one who used a lifeline on the second question. <laughs> oh, okay. well, that was tricky. That was Let's detailed. That is a fair point. Yeah. Uh, we got five more to get to here to get you into a million dollars. Let's move on to the $25,000 question. If this were real, we'd be... Yeah. Look at a split. Okay. What did Blanche call her dad? Was it Papa? No. Pa? Big Daddy? Big Daddy. Or Old Man? Big Big Daddy Daddy for the win. Big Daddy is correct. Nicely done. And, And we learned that perhaps... Uh, Big Mommy was Big Mommy because remember Dorothy goes to the you know they're at the the gravesite and she's yeah. like hello Big Mommy <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> that's awesome all right let's move on this is the fifty thousand dollar question if you get this one right uh, the least you can leave with is fifty thousand right? dollars we're going all the way so yeah. do that yeah uh, what is Sophia's surname Petrillo. Petrillo. 
Okay. <laughs> you yell at me. Do you like how we have such an attitude? <laughs> Petrillo. Obviously. Why would you even ask me that? Okay. Sorry. Jeez. All right. Uh, you got that one right. Let's move on to the $100,000 question. Again, we are playing Golden Girls Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Today. Apparently, they just want to give money away. <laughs> when yeah. was Golden Girls first aired on TV? I'm going to give you four dates. Was it first aired on October 12th, 1988, no. July 13th, 1983, mm. September 14th, 1985, mm. or November 25th, 1980? I think it's 83. You still have two more I was thinking it was 85. I thought it was 84 originally. Um, okay. Got to so ask the audience in a 50-50 if you'd need either. You need the dates again? Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, July 13th, 1983, October 12th, 1988, September 14th, 1985, or November 25th, 1980. Uh, really quickly, what was the, the the month and day on the 83? Uh, July 13th. Okay, well, it's definitely 85 because it was in September that it, the first episode would have been. And I think it peeled into the 90s, so yeah. it would have been long enough to go into the next decade. Yeah. Let's go 85. 85. Is it... Is that your final answer? Yeah. Final answer. September 14th, 1985. Absolutely yes! correct. Nicely done. Uh, these last two might be, or last three might be extremely easy. We'll find out. I don't know. Uh, this is according to a hard uh, quiz about no, the Golden Girls. <laughs> Where is Blanche originally from? Here are your answers. Is Blanche originally from Houston? No. Mm. Atlanta, San Diego, or New York? Atlanta. You guys feel confident again. Yeah, if you miss this, you're gonna you have yeah. two, you have two lifelines left. We but know. if you it's miss Atlanta. this, you're gonna okay. Houston, Atlanta, San, San Diego, Diego, or New, New York. York. Yes, it's because she she's from the plantation. Yeah, Atlanta. Say final answer. Yeah, yeah. Final, final answer. answer. You got it right. Nicely He's done. Just trying to be all sketchy. I'm just yeah. telling you, you've got three questions left. Two lifelines. And we're gonna do we're it. Gonna find out. Here we go. Your final two questions for. $500,000. Again, this is probably super easy. I don't know. What was the retirement home Sophia lived in? Oh, oh come on! Shady, Shady Pines! Pines Mom. Shady Pines, Ma! Shady Pines! Aggressively mad at me when I have a keychain at home that says Shady Pines Well, on if it. that one's easy, I'm sure this one's easy, too. You two are probably going home with a million dollars. Your million dollar How close question. are we? This is the this last one. This is it. Yeah. This is it. You get this one right, you're walking home with a million. Well, you're fine. What is the name of the bar Blanche likes to go to meet men? Do you want us to just tell you? Just say it out loud. The Rusty Anchor! You guys are millionaires. Congratulations. That was fun. Thank you for being a friend. What did we win? A million dollars. Is that not a good enough (laughs) prize? Can you imagine? Jeez. Oh. We did great. That was great. I would like to pat ourselves on the back. I now, wish I would have put the second question last, apparently. <laughs> it's the only way you needed a lifeline. True. On. Like, honestly, that that threw me. That question right. threw me. And then I started to get shaken. Right. I thought, oh, God, maybe this is an actually hard quiz. <laughs> Do you remember the name that Miles took on when he was in the witness protection program? Oh, gosh. This is so late in the show. Um, the, he, he was the cheese man or something. Well, the cheese man was the guy that he... He ratted yes, on. He ratted right. on the cheese man. Right. It was Plank Maker. Remember Miles? I think it was Miles Plank Maker. But yeah. then he shows up. Right. Dressed as an like Amish. an Amish man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mike has literally no clue. Mike, I love that you that you uh, brought that. It felt, of course, it felt. It was nice. It was great. Kind. And I just wish I would have Googled a harder quiz, apparently. Yeah, so. but you don't. It is. I will say I've taken and I'm sure you have too, mm-hmm. Paul, like plenty of those quizzes where they're like, this is hard. And you're like, this is not hard. I'm now thinking about the Rusty Anchor episode where Dorothy comes in and starts wooing over the guys. Yeah. And she starts singing. And Blanche gets ticked that, you know, yes. Dorothy's on her territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great episode. A great... Do you have a favorite episode? Um, yeah. I mean, I love the. Um, well, the I... one we just. The the one we just, I also really love, we haven't talked about this one in a while, where Sophia gets married to Max Weinstock, yeah. and then Ray Burke comes in, and he's like, who's in charge here? Yeah. And it adds like, with the Rambo. Like, <laughs> he's like, back off, Rambo. Well, excuse me for living Anita Bryant. <laughs> Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. We could go on, but we shan't, because Lori and Julie are up next. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.